All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, November 9th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by my co-host here on Monday and Tuesday afternoons, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, and how's it going, man? All good, man. All good. Been a busy day today. I'm happy to uh, uh, to 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 do the podcast again. You know, uh, previewing uh, the UFC card, early UFC card again this weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, kind of a weird bout order, but hey, what what are you gonna do, right? <laughs> For me, like the bout order is not something that I, I, I worry about too much. And honestly, I feel like you know, it it always comes out a few weeks early. It always ends up changing by the time the fight comes around. You're right; it is it's an odd one, but. You know, listen, we, we've been spoiled lately with the last two cards. You know, that's what I'm looking at. When I'm looking at this card, it's like, man, the last two cards are so stacked. Now we're getting a card that's not as stacked, but that's what happens when you, like, have two back-to-back pay-per-views, Marcel, where it's, like, an insane amount of good fights. You know what I mean? So, anyways, Marcel, tweet that podcast out, too, eh? When you get a chance. Well, you did well, already. It's, it's because you asked so nicely, I will. Thank you. Liam's fight. Hey, Liam, what's up, man? We got our boy Liam's fight pick, picks. Uh, fight picks. Liam picks fights, I guess. <laughs> They're both the same thing, I guess. Here, early gents, looking forward to a great discussion as usual. Hey, man, glad to have you here. CM Hawks here too. What's up? Hey, man. Thoughts on the rankings update? We don't have a lot of time to talk about the other stuff, but we did we did see the rankings update. I'm glad Felice Herring's out of the rankings finally. She should have never been in those rankings for like the last two years, probably. Yeah. Um, what, what was the other big change in the rankings again, Marcel? You said it to me. What was it again? Oh, oh, oh um, Cheeto Vera. I think yeah, Cheeto I... should have been bumped up way more. Like he, yeah. he beat Frankie, who's seven, but he got up to twelve. That doesn't yeah, make sense. I don't get that. He, he only got two spots up, and Frankie got four spots down, but they moved Cruz one up, Munoz one up, and Why? And why why did up. Munoz go up? Tell me why Munoz went yeah, up. Yeah, why did Marais get one up? I have no idea. You know what? It, <laughs> these these rankings just they make me scratch my head. But I'll tell you right now, because here's the thing. Brian Heminger, who works for me, Osbaker, he's part of the, the ranking staff. So he works for us, guys. Go bother Brian about it. Go, go message Brian and harass Brian a little bit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We got John here too in the chat. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Honestly, some good fights. Yeah, there's some good ones, especially in the True. prelims. Um, but, you know, the main card's not – it's not amazing. But there are some good fights, and we'll get into them. Anything else you want to talk about, Marcel, before we just jump into these fights? Um, not really. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm just looking on um, – again, we use uscstats.com. We're going to use that order. Um, so it looks like the, the Philippe Lins fight's been completely removed. I'm assuming they were not able to find him an opponent. Is that what happened, Marcel? Um, yeah, I don't know, man, if he's still on the card. Uh, they, they were supposed to find somebody, but wasn't uh, wasn't happening. Yeah, uh, I, but... I think they I pulled them, guys, because I'm looking at the – it's updated. They've they've put in the leads now. They've updated the Dawkins fight. They moved it up. It looks mm-hmm. like that fight's going to be off the card. Honestly, who was looking forward to seeing Philippe Lins in OSP? I sure wasn't, so – you were you were really Philippe Lins is no, really no. not an exciting I, guy I, I to said, watch. I, I said this, so no, no, no. Oh, that was at light heavyweight, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't light. Yeah, heavyweight. yeah, that's what I thought too. Let me get some more comments here. Kenshiro, hey man, I haven't seen you in a while. Kenshiro, hope, hope everything's well with you. UFC rankings are office politics, very true. Hey Matt, what's up, man? Trying to hold down Cheeto. It's true. It's like I think if Sean O'Malley knocked him out with the front kick, <laughs> they put him at number five, probably number three. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like he would have been weird. shot way up the rank. That's just the fact. Glenn, hey Glenn, guys fighting soon get a bump in rank statement. It's true. That is that's a fact. That happens every time someone gets a fight booked. Somehow they bump up in their rankings. Hey Nicola, what's up, man? He says, Do you know who Jake Hadley's opponent is? Uh and is March 19th going to be in England. Well, I've heard they're going to start traveling again next year. Um, don't know anything about that, but uh he called it didn't he call it Francisco Figueredo, I think. That was the fight he wanted, I believe. 
Have you heard anything? You heard anything, Marcel? No. Nothing. All right. Let's get into the card, guys. Again, using UFC stats, the order. First fight in the card, light heavyweight belt, Kenny and Chuck Wu against Da and Jung. Close fight here. According to the odds right now, we have uh, basically a pick em, guys. It's essentially a pick em. Slight, slight lean towards Da and Jung. Minus 115, minus 105, Kenny and Chuck Wu. So you're laying juice either way, it looks like. Uh, who do you think is going to win this for Marcel? Yeah, I'm probably going to fail with this one again, you know, because uh, I always fail to pick Kennedy's fights and to pick, fail to pick down junk fights, mostly down junk fights. Um, I think Kennedy is a fun prospect, man. I really like to see, see him fight. He has, he has some uh, some great power, you know. Um, lost his UFC fight against Paul Craig after going th- probably going 30-27 against him. <laughs> he lost in the last 30 seconds with the what's up. Um, down junk. He looked good against William Knight last time out. You picked that fight very correctly. I did, didn't pick that fight correctly. Uh, the Sam Elfie fight is still in my in the back of my mind. Like, how? You know what I mean? So, um, it's yeah. kind of a close fight. It's really difficult for me to pick. I kind of slightly favor Kennedy and Zetchuku, but man, Dawin Jung probably will surprise me again, you know? So, um, uh, I, I'm going with Kennedy here, but I'm not sure. Yeah, this this is close. I mean, that's why the odds are pick them, guys. I think I've got a pretty good read on both guys, you know, to be honest with you. I've been pretty good at picking their fights recently anyways. They're both good. I just, I think Kennedy's kind of a bad matchup for Dan Jung because to me, he's going to be a guy that's really hard to take down. And on the feet, he just keeps walking forward. And I look back at that Sam Alvey fight and I feel like he can do the same thing and have more success of anything. I don't know if he knocks him out, but I just, I think Dan Jung's going to kind of, he off on Kennedy early, run out of gas, and like Kennedy does, just takes over the fight. He's got great cardio and a good chin. Um, maybe a late stoppage, like he has in the last two fights. I don't know, Marcel. I'm leaning towards Kennedy as well. Like I'm, it's definitely close, but I think you know if, if he survives that first round, like he should have a good chance to win this fight. Because again, he takes over late, man. Good cardio. He's a big dude. He's got a reach advantage in this fight. Pretty like Darren Jung is is a huge guy too, but Kennedy's even bigger than him. And I feel like Darren Jung, one of the reasons that I really liked him against William Knight is because he's so much bigger than him. He's not going to have that advantage in this fight. He's going to have to probably stand the feet with this guy. And Kennedy's just range and his power, I think, is going to give him problems. So I'm leaning towards Kennedy to win the fight. Marcel, like I said, decision or, or late stoppage. But I'm, I'm actually with you on this one. Matt uh, says Macy Barber pulled out. She did. Miranda Maverick filled in against, uh, who is it? Uh, Aaron Blanchfield, uh, UFC 269. Lynn says it might be worth by bidding Macheku after round one. Yes, like the last fight with um, Noah Marquez. It's funny because I, I bet on Kendi. I fully expect him to lose the first like round, right? Lost the first two, and then you see what happens in the third. I don't think you should have got a bonus for that, by the way, because I think when you lose two rounds and you just you know the other guy gasses out, you should get a bonus. But listen, he got he knows how to win fights, man. And if he didn't lose to Paul Craig, I think he'd be a much bigger favorite here. You know, that fight was like what twenty seconds away from him winning, so. I think the guy's a little bit underrated in general, and I think this could be a, a, a good fight for him. So I'm, I'm going to go with Kennedy. All right, Marcel, lightweight boat. Mark Diakiesi against Rafael Alves, the turn. Um, the odds for this one, minus 175 for Mark Diakiesi, plus 155 for the turn. What do you think, man? Who do you think is going to win this one? And we got our boy Alex Bakunin in the chat. What's going on, Alex? Go ahead, Marcel. Give me your pick. Yeah, man. I, I'm kind of, still kind of high on Rafael Alves, man. I think he's a very good fighter. Um he made his debut in the UFC against Ismagulov, hurt Ismagulov in the first round, and uh, after that he, he lost, obviously, but he hurt him in the first round. Um, was supposed to make his debut at 145, actually, against Pat Sabatini. That didn't happen. Um, 
now at 155 against Mark Diacasey. I think Diacasey is a good striker, but I'm not sold on his grappling, you know what I mean? And I think Alves is more complete overall, in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to take an underdog here, man. I think Alves uh, going to win here. Uh, I don't know if he's going to stop him, but I'm taking him via decision here. Yeah, we got TM Hawk saying Jung is the best new fighter from Korea breaking the rankings right now. Choi and Park got finished recently. That's true. I was surprised Park got KO'd like that. But anyways, as far as this fight goes, you know, okay, so I think both guys are pretty good. My initial lean was towards Alves because I think he's underrated, Marcel, and we talked about him against Izbagulov, and I was saying, like, hey, I think this guy is a little better than those plus 400 under, underdog odds are, and he knocked him down in the first 10 seconds. Now, I think he went for Guillotine and ended up on his back and just the fight, you know, didn't play out the way he wanted it to, but that was impressive. You know, having said that, though, I think – with Mark, you know, I just haven't seen him fight in so long. I kind of forgot how he fought. Like, I knew he was, like, a decent striker. But, you know, I, I did watch back a few of his fights. Like, not completely all through them, but just kind of skipping through them. And one thing that I noticed that, you know, he's a better grappler than I gave him credit for. He's actually a decent wrestler. Um, and I think, overall, he's probably a slightly better fighter and a little bit more solid. So, because he has that grappling that I didn't even – remember he had i'm going to lean towards the Cassie to win a decision this one marcel but alves is definitely solid and he's probably a little bit of a live dog too but i'm going to lead towards dkse kenshiro says he's uh dkse's only 28 he's young and yeah i know that's the thing he's been in the ufc for a while and he's still i would i hope he's improving i mean i really don't know we haven't seen him fight in over a year but again he had a tough fight with fiziev with when he did that crazy matrix thing where he put his like head back so this guy's had a tough strength to schedule guys in the ufc like he's had really tough opposition and Again, you know, he beat Joseph Duffy because he kind of wrestled him. That's impressive, you know, for me. So, and same with Landon and Venata too. So, I'm thinking he can out wrestle Alvarez. I think he's going to, I don't even know if it's going to be a striking based fight. I think he might try to wrestle him instead. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have a women's flyweight boat. Kate, uh, Courtney Casey against Leanna Jojua. Minus 220 for Courtney Casey, plus 180 for Leanna Jojua. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, this is actually. Uh, I'm I'm pretty clear on this one, to be really honest, man. I think um, uh, Courtney Casey. The thing with Courtney Casey is she's uh, involved in a lot of split decisions, you know. Uh, Eliana Jujua isn't just as good as many people think. I think, man, I, I'm just really not sold on her. She defeated Belbita in the first round via armbar, but she got stopped via ground and pound by Sarah Morris, and she lost to Maverick with that cut on her face. I'm just not sold on Jojua. She hasn't impressed me at all. And Courtney Casey, I don't really, I, I don't want to talk, talk shit, but I kind of feel like she's declining as well, kind of, but I still think she is better than Jojua. So I would take Casey by decision here. I, I'm not buying Casey as a minus 220, a 220 favorite at all. I, mean, I, girl, I agree with that. She's a, she has a 99 professional record, and I think she has a sub 500 record in the UFC. I'm going to double check right now. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Five and eight record in the UFC, and she's favored at minus 220. I don't agree with that at all, guys. I mean, listen, Courtney Casey is a decent fighter. She loses almost every decision she goes to, though, which is a worry against anyone when the judges get involved that often. And here's the number one problem I have with her game. She has no problem going on her back and just lying there and hacking for submissions, and I don't know if it's going to work here. And listen, Juju is not that good, obviously. She's not that good, right? She's one and two in the UFC, but... She's super young. She's only 26. She can still improve. She's training at the Performance Institute now. She's a good grappler. The book's out on Courtney Casey, guys. I think this is a good spot to take an underdog. I really do. I think this girl can get Casey down and grind her out and win decision. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, Adam. Not I, I wouldn't pick any of them, to be really honest. 
any of of who I, I wouldn't I wouldn't parlay or put put money on any totally understood there. totally get that this is this is probably a pass but I think it's dogger pass I I think this I'm not saying she's good I'm not at all she hasn't looked good in the UFC but I just think Courtney Casey's very beatable guys she can get put in her back very easy your takedown defense 38 percent it's really bad um I've just seen her lose too many times Marcel again her records in the UFC is just terrible so I, I don't trust her anymore, guys, and I would be. I think this is a spot to bet against her. I, I'm not buying this girl as a, as a favorite. My C20 with even yeah, the, Ken Chiro says the same crazy. thing. He said crazy. he said the same thing. Yeah, I agree, Ken Chiro. It's just as like principle of things, she shouldn't be favored that much. I understand that she's favored, but you know she opened at minus 150. That's probably more accurate. You know what I mean? But honestly, I think Jojo can win this fight. She impressed. I'm not saying she impressed me, but. She's intrigued me a little bit because she is so much younger and she is training at a new camp. And um, I just think she has the style to give Casey problems if he just commits to grappling her. Because, again, this girl has some nasty submissions too. She submitted uh, Belbita, right, coming off a great win in her last fight. So that win looks yeah, better. You're just looking forward to see Diana Afsargo on her corner, let's be honest. And, and that too. All right, <laughs> let me get these comments. Uh, yeah, he's talking about Jung. He's, yeah, he's got a long win streak, but this might be the fight he loses. Uh, Cole Shellen says, uh, hey, Cole. Matt Mitchell's on that trailer fight car with um, Frank Mir and Matt, Mike Perry, Albert Tumanov, and Derek Campos. Wow, Tumanov's on the car too, eh? That's crazy. Good for them. Did Tumanov change management? I guess. Wasn't he Was he with Ali? I want to say he was with he Ali, was, right? I think he was with Ali, but he tweeted recently out with uh, tagging uh, the Kawa brothers in it. So. Okay, so maybe – yeah, you know what? I think I saw something. So maybe that's good. Maybe um, I think Abe Kawa got him. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. Sean Woodson against Colin Anglin. Uh, minus 320 for Sean Woodson, plus 260 Colin Anglin. Uh, Cole Shelton interviewed Sean Woodson for DJ Penn. Check that interview out. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, um, Marcel? <sighs> difficult, man. Really difficult. I, I'm I'm still high on Colin Anglin. I think he's a good fighter. You know, didn't show it in the Melsic Bagdasarian fight last time I out, but. Uh, I mean, I, I really feel he's a good fighter. You know what I mean? I really like him, what I saw so far of him in the regional scene on the Contender Series. If you look at Sean Woodson, also came via the Contender Series in the UFC. Um, I feel like this is a really hard fight for me because I don't really feel like Woodson, I don't see Woodson as something special at all, to be really honest. But I feel like he, is, he, will, he has a possibility to win this fight somehow. Um, Still, I think Anglin is the more is the better fighter, man. I'm going with Anglin in this one, man. Now, maybe I'm crazy, but I think Anglin uh, gets a decision here. I don't think you're crazy. I think he's got a chance. I, the line is too high. I agree with that. Woodson's decent. He's not great. And Anglin's a little bit, probably a little underrated because he got knocked out with that head kick. I I picked him in that fight. It was a bad pick, obviously, but I, I, I watched him pretty closely coming up. And guy's not bad, but... I don't know, man. That that fight bothered me. And, and again, you know, one of the biggest things in this fight is it's just, you know, this guy is such a long reach advantage, Marcel, on the height. Like, I just see Woodson, he's getting better using that stuff. Um, you know, we, we saw it in the last fight against Alal. I kind of feel like it's kind of a similar matchup in a way because Alal will probably try to, or sorry, uh, Angle will probably try to shoot for takedowns like Alal did. But you look at that fight and Man, he stopped two. He stopped fifteen of the seventeen takedown attempts. So I think he is getting better at the the takedown defense on the feet. I just see Anglin having some issues getting inside of this guy because he's got such a long reach. You know, the fight with Arosa bothers me still, Marcel. The way he choked got choked out in that third round. I just don't know if Anglin's got that same danger factor on the ground, especially. So 
you know, I think the, the I think the fight's a little closer, guys, than the odds are saying. But honestly, like as much as I wanted to pick England at first as a big dog, I gotta go with Sean Woodson here. I just think he outpoints him and wins the decision, Marcel. CM Hawk says he suggested uh, Tumanov or sorry, Imavov and Hall, but uh, Imavov and Till makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but I just think Till probably should go back down to, to one seventy, Marcel. I think at this point, you know, any, any thoughts on that? It's, can he still make 170 and this does he want to make no 170 idea. that's that's the that's the story i think i don't know yeah no doubt all right let's go to the next fight miguel baeza against chaos williams great fight miguel baeza minus 135 chaos williams plus 115 what do you think marcel how is this fight not on the main card i mean first of I, all, this should be opening the main card right? yeah this is a banger you know yeah, yeah. um baeza you know i still think he is a future top 10 fighter in the division that's how i see him you know he's training at mma masters he's training with colby um he's a very good fighter you know he lost his last fight against santiago Ponzibio. i think it was a fighter of the night he didn't lose stock in my opinion it's kind of a uh, for me it's kind of a e equivalent to burgos against um billy carantillo last time you know carantillo lost that fight but he didn't lose talk to me you know and same goes for baeza if you look at chaos williams man um dude has knockout power we all know that in his first two ufc fights then he lost a close fight to Pereira, and he wanted to get samelsberger last time out so for me it's like who is the more uh for me the more technical fighter in my pain is baeza the guy with the harder knockout power probably is Chaos Williams. So for me, it's like if Baeza can um, can survive the first round, probably, like he did with Matt Brown, remember? Um, he will probably take over in the second and third round. So I go with Baeza if I had a decision. Yeah. But um, it, it will be a fun fight, I think. Yeah, I, I this should be on the main card. And I think it's going to be a fun fight, too. Two guys that probably will stand and strike, right? So it should be entertaining. I'm leaning towards Baeza, too. I am a little disappointed with the way he lost the last fight. I think he should have won that fight. You know, losing the Ponzi maybe at this point in his career, I didn't love. You know, that's that's probably why I'm not going to bet on him in this fight, just because he, he didn't win that last one. But I still am high in the guy. Uh, it's just, you know, Chaos is decent. He matches up well, too, right? Because they're both strikers. And Chaos probably has a little bit more pure power. But uh, I just think Baeza is probably the more technical striker. And over the course of the three rounds, probably just outpoints him. So... Hopefully he doesn't slow down in that third round like he did against Ponzinibbio because, man, he had that fight in the bag and then he just started getting tired halfway through that third round and lost. Um, but I still believe in the guy. I think he wins. I'm going to pick Miguel Baeza to win the decision. Get these comments. Born again. Arosa's on Julian Arosa he's talking about. Underrated. Yeah, Jordan Woodson, Langworth. They, they look, those ones look a lot better now, don't they? Especially that Langworth win. Yeah. See him Hawk saying this and next week cars have weird lineups. Yeah, I don't know who does the lineups sometimes. Again, it's not – you know, we get to watch the fights either way, but you're right. It's always better if the guys are happy with the card. Uh, John says James Lynch tweeted the interview. Chris Curtis and Curtis might fight next month. That's awesome. Um, I'm not. Don't tell me they're going to give him Kamzat Shemaya. Please don't tell me that's the fight they're going to do because I know why they want Kamzat to be in the card. Maybe they'll do like maybe he'll go back to 170 fight like Magny or something because I know Neil's looking for a fight. I don't know. I'm curious to hear if he did tell James. All right, let's go to the next fight. Cynthia Calvillo against Andrea Lee Marcel Women's uh, was it the flyweight division and minus 120 Calvillo plus 100 for Andrea Lee. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty convinced in this one as well. You know, I mean, um, Cynthia Calvillo, yes, she comes back from that uh, knockout loss in September two, two, two months ago, less than two months ago, actually, against Jessica Andrade. But if you look at Andrea Lee, yeah, in her last fight, she defeated Antonina Shashenko. Before that, she lost three in a row. Although I think the Laura Murphy fight was kind of controversial. Um but to be really honest, I think Calvillo is better than Lee everywhere. You know what I mean? So 
Uh, I see Calvillo uh, probably finding this a safe fight and winning a decision here. Yeah, this is this is close. I think uh, the odds look both right to me. You know, slightest of leans to Calvillo, which is kind of what I'm thinking too, Marcel. But the slightest of leans, I think she probably just you know has the better wrestling and wins a decision here. That's what I think happens. And again, Andrew Lee a couple of fights ago got taken down by Roxanne Monferri controlled. I know she looked great in her last fight. She looked really good against Antonina, but we know Antonina has no ground game whatsoever. So it's it's hard to give her too much credit for that win. And I just look at this fight, Calvillo. You know, she's not great. And she hasn't looked great at, uh, lately with the last two fights, but you know, she does have decent wrestling, and I think she'll probably have it, uh, enough of get enough takedowns here to just grind her decision. So that's what I'm looking at as well, Marcel. I'm pretty sure that fight goes the distance either way. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. I believe it's the last prelim. We got Diego Moises against Joel Alvarez. Great fight, minus two fifty. Moises plus two ten. Joel Alvarez. Give your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Yeah, this is also a, this is also a fight that could have been on the main card, in my yes. opinion. You know, uh, Tiago Moises um, was on a three fight win streak until he uh, met Islam Makashev and he lost in the fourth round. Uh, Alvarez, Alvarez has actually looked pretty good since his loss in the in his debut against Demir Ismagulov, man. Three wins in a row, mm-hmm. all three by finishes. I think the Yakovlev fight was an amazing armbar win, you know. Um, man, this this is actually a very tough fight to call, in my opinion, you know, because Thiago Moises, um, we saw him many times in the UFC. He's a, I think he's, he's a very decent fighter, but the top guys he, he struggles with, you know, in my opinion. Uh, Alvarez, he fought one top guy, a top guy, Ismagulov is a tough guy, in my opinion. For many people, maybe not, but for me, he is. But Moises fought him as well, you know. Both guys lost to him. Um, For me, Alvarez, I really believe in Alvarez, man. I started to believe in him uh, recently, and I think he can do work against Moises. But who has the better ground game? Maybe Moises, man, you know. So (laughs) it's difficult. Um, I don't know what is the line here, but I kind of feel like Alvarez can win this fight. Moises is his favorite, minus 250. Alvarez, yeah. Then I'm going with the dog here. I'm going with Alvarez. I'm with you. I'm with you on this one, too. Wow. So I guess we have a consensus dog here. I I wasn't (laughs) sure if you're going to pick him, honestly, because I know you like the guy. I do, too. And honestly, like, I'm just not sold on Tiago Moises. I never, I really never have been. I don't know if he's as good as people think. Like, he edged by a couple guys, like, he edged by. Uh, Green and Hernandez. He was losing to Johnson when the f- ends up winning. Like he hasn't really blown me away in the UFC. Whereas you know Alvarez has really looked good, man. He's he's finishing guys in devastating fashion. Marcel, super dangerous dude. All his wins are by stoppages in his career. I mean, listen, there's obviously a good chance he just gets planted on his back here for 15 minutes, and that's the that's one of the issues of the fight because that's probably gonna end up on the ground because this guy likes to be there, right? And it's hard to say like he's gonna catch Moises, who's only been tapped out once by Makachev, but he did get submitted in his last fight and. Alvarez is dangerous enough, I think, to submit him. I just look at this guy as having, you know, a lot of danger in his game, Marcel. He can finish you standing on the ground. And, you know, I know he's a fought in a year. I don't like betting on guys coming off layoffs. But, again, he's plus 210 here. I Yeah, I mean, I just – I think it's dogger pass, Marcel. You know, Moises is good. I don't think he's great. And I think it's – uh, you know, Moises is only 4-3 and three in the UFC, by the way. Like, yeah, he's lost to good guys, but – it's not a great record. He's beatable. He's very beatable. His record's 15 and 5. You know, so he's, he can be beaten, guys. And I think people overrate him a little bit. So we'll see him ourselves, but I think it's a spot to take a dog too. Joel Alvarez, man. That's that's my uh, that's my prediction. Let's get these comments. Big difference quality of previous opponents. I agree with that too. But I mean, to me, like I know Joe Stuffy's on the UFC anymore, but the way he ran through him was very impressive, you know, Marcel. And and Yakovlev is not a terrible fighter, man. He's got a lot of wins in the UFC too. So 
it's not a great win by any means, but it's decent, you know. Um, Moises, like, you know, really, he probably shouldn't have beat Bobby Green. Um, so his best win is Hernandez, who had, you know, he's very inconsistent. Or Michael Johnson, who was winning the fight and then got submitted like he does in almost every fight. I'm just not sold on the guy. I don't know. I just I, – I, I don't know, Marcel. Like, I, I, I honestly feel like Tiago's Moises is a little bit of an overrated fighter. You know, I'm not really convinced he's a top 15 guy. The only reason I think he's there is because he beat Bobby Green. I don't think that, you know, he should have even probably won that fight. Cut these comments. CM Hawk, how do you think Gaethje would do against uh, Riddell and Fiziev? I mean, I think he'd do well against everyone, man. He's just he's just really good. Boring again says he likes Moises by decision. Fair enough. Uh, Boring again, four premium fights are better than Kobe and Spencer fights. I don't know why Spencer's on the main card and lets him. Stupid. Blood money, money made bets. Great breakdown. Hey, man, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. All right, let's go to the main card now. Adam, Adam I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. If, if they want to do have absolutely a women's fight on the main card, put Calvillo and Lee on it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And wh why would you do Spencer? Lutz I don't fight? get it. I don't get it. We'll talk about that fight in a few minutes. So, all right, yeah. let's go to this one. Song Dong, Julio Arce, opening up the main card. Minus 130 for Song Dong, plus 110. Arce, what do you think? Man, you know, Julio Arce, you know, he's one of my favorites, man. I, I love watching the dude fight. Uh, he actually uh fought at 135 before entering to you coming to the UFC went to 145 it didn't have to cut any weight you know and uh, now uh, yeah he told me he was going to go back to 135 because uh, uh the guys at 145 were too big for him he said still he only lost two split decisions on 145 but won everything else um they had a great 135 debut in the UFC against Andre Ewell last time out stopped him um now fighting Song Yedong uh, Song Yedong with a split decision last time out against Casey Kenny should have been unanimous in my opinion. For that, lost to Kylo Phillips and actually should have lost to Marlon Vera and Cody Stamen as well in my opinion. Um, I'm taking Arce here, man. I don't know what the line is, but Arce will win this fight any day in my opinion via unanimous decision. Yeah, listen to what I say in the lines, Marcel. We got minus 130 for Yedong, plus 110 for Arce. Arce is okay. a small underdog. Does that change your thoughts at all? No, I'm still going with Arce. That's fair. I think it's a competitive fight too, but I'm leaning towards your dog. He's so much younger, Marcel. You know, like I just think the guy can make so many improvements. He's only 24, He's like 23. Yeah, sorry, yeah. 23. Turns 24 next month. He's so young. Um, I do think this is a tough fight because RCs look good at bantamweight, obviously, but I do think RCs beatable too. I think he can be outstruck. I think he can be dropped too. So I think your dog's got more power, and I think he's probably the cleaner striker overall. Um, Arce looked great in his last fight. I think it's going to be a fun fight to watch, but I got to go with, with Song Yadong, Marcel. You know, the guy's super young, super good. And yes, I agree with you with, with those fights that he, sh he should have lost. I agree, but, you know, the, the fact he's winning these fights, I mean, the judges obviously like his style too. So I think he gets I the mean, job done by decision here. Go ahead. Th that fight against Stamen, he even had a point deducted. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm impossible to get a draw there, man. Really impossible. Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right, it's got these opponent, uh, these uh, comments. Seahawks says, "Guess the UFC wants to balance between prelims and main card, especially for pay per views because they like always putting like uh, big names on the ESPN prelims." Arce could be six and zero UFC, but two split decisions. That's true. He's good. I mean, he's definitely a good fighter. Um, but I, I like your Don a little bit more. You know, again, the youth, the youth. It's a, it's. A, and he's also training. I think he's training at a better camp. I think Faber's camp right now is a little better than Tiger Shulman. I think. All right, let's go to the next fight. Roman Delizzi against Kyle Dawkins right now. Marcel, we got uh, Dawkins minus two twenty-five. He's the favorite, plus one eighty-five for the underdog Roman Delizzi. So, what do you think about this one? 
No, he should be the favorite in my opinion. Um, Kyle Dawkins, yeah, we had that last uh, last fight with um, with Kevin Holland, where I think we both picked Dawkins to win that fight, and uh, it went to a no contest. Um, was supposed to be happening in the rematch here, but uh, Holland pulled out, and now we're getting Dulitze because Dulitze had no opponent since Aragandas pulled out. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dulitze in his last fight, one of the one of the no disrespect, but one of the most horrible fights I saw in a long time against uh, Loriano Staropoli. Did what he had to do, won the fight uh, via decision. For that, lost to Travis Giles in the fight. I think I had him winning in that fight, 29-28. I'm not 100% sure. And the John Allen fight, also not a great one. And Khadiz Ibrahimov, yeah, your favorite fighter. Um, so now against Kyle Dawkins. I think Kyle Dawkins is a very talented guy. You know, he got the... Uh, he kind of got I kind of out wrestled by Phil Haas when he fought him, but uh, I, yeah. I, I'm really high on the dude, you know. I think he's a really good fighter, uh, just like his brother. Um, in my opinion, he should win this fight, you know. I think he is much more talented than Roman Dulice. Maybe you did absolutely disagree with me, or people disagree with me, but I think Dawkins should win this fight. He just has to be active and uh, shouldn't get uh, taken, or he should make sure he doesn't get on his back by Dulice. You know what I mean? But he should be able to do that, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, this is a pretty close fight, I think, but I, I'm leaning towards Dawkins too, you know. The Lisi, I just, I just watched that fight back with, with Loriano Storopoli. So disappointing. What, what is an awful fight to watch? And, you know, he, he, he dropped all his weight to make 185, just not really being effective with it. That fight was just him holding um, Storopoli against the fence. He got taken down three times, which is so, so bad, you know, against a guy who's so small at that weight class and you can't really wrestle. Dawkins is a better grappler. Dawkins, I think, is the tougher guy. I think he's got the better cardio, got more heart. I think he wins a decision, Marcel, probably. Um, be nice to see him get that that Darce again or whatever it was. Uh, I can't remember what he had now, but uh, this time, no funny business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Felicia, here's your favorite fight, Marcel, on the card. Felicia Spencer and Leia Letson. I got to give my boy Cole a shout out again because he interviewed both of them. Um, and I completely forgot who Leia Letson was, I'll be honest with you, Marcel, because like, she had the one fight in the UFC three years ago. Like, you know, why is she on the main card? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I don't get it, but I, I I do recommend watching the interview with, with Cole with her because she talks about all these health issues she's had. She talks about how she's in the U.S. I think she's in the Army, so she's not even a full-time fighter, really. Like, right now, she's training full-time, but she's after this fight, she's going back to, to the Army for six months or something. Like, I don't know. It's just someone, to me, it looks like someone with a lot of her foot in a different piles or her hand in a different bunch of jars, and she's taking on someone in Spencer. I don't think she's great, but she is a former title challenger. She's got a lot of experience. She has a good ground game. Marcel, I mean, even though I, I just look at Spencer and don't think she should be minus 300 against anyone, um, you know, my or sorry, minus 290, I still got to pick her against the Lutz and he's plus 245. Give me your thoughts on this one, but I'm, I'm telling you right now I'm going with Spencer to win decision. Well, I won't say what I said on the Dutch podcast about this fight, but um, yeah, I'm going with Spencer for a decision as well. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, I, 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 let's keep it at that. You know what I mean? I have nothing else to say. It's a sponsor by a decision. It's not a fight I'm looking forward to. I have no idea how this can be before the co-main event. Like I said, if you want to have a women fight on the card, on the main card, put Lee and Calvillo on it, much yeah. more popular girls, and a much more division that matters. You know what I mean? But, I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, I pick Spencer as well. You know, I think she has been more active 
Um, she 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 won five rounds with uh, with Amanda Nunes, right? Yep. Yep. So I pick her. And uh, Latson, last time Latson fought was in the Ultimate Fighter finale against Olarenko, yep. right? The split yep. decision win. So, so yeah, Spencer decision. There you go. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, she might sub her too. As you mentioned in the interview, she said that she wants to submit her in the first round. That's kind of what she's thinking is going to happen, maybe. But you know, Lesson's not. She's not too like she's not terrible. Like where she get taken down right away. Like I think uh, like Megan Anderson did. So probably go a little bit longer. In his comments, because Shiro says Felicia Spencer when using her face to tire out the newcomer. Probably she's probably just gonna grind her out. It's a fight I could fall asleep <laughs> during. If it wasn't such a fantastic early card. That's funny. All right, two fights left. Ben Rothel versus Marcos Rogero de Lima. Not really a co-main event fight, but it is what it is. Minus one fifty. Ben Rothel plus one thirty for de Lima. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, I mean, I, I always like Ben Rothwell. I think he's he's. He's he's a character, you know, and he's also a pretty de- good fighter, man. You know what I mean? His, his stand-up is okay. I think his, his ground game is surprising sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at Marcos Rogero de Lima, yeah, I still don't know what to think about him after how long he's in the UFC now? Seven years? Eight years? Yep. Yep. I still don't know what his, <laughs> what his stock is, I know. to be honest. Um, I'm going to go crazy. I think Ben Rockwell gets another go-go choke in the first round. So uh, I'm taking that. I don't think you're crazy. I'm going to tell you right now. I fucking agree with you completely. I like Ben Rothwell by submission in this fight, too. That's I'm looking at the odds right now. Plus 550 if you have that DraftKings. Nice. That's what I'm looking at, Marcel. I'll tell you why I'm looking at it. Because, number one, I think Rothwell is good with the submissions. But, number two, you look at how Delima's lost in the UFC. He has five losses by submission. Mm-hmm. Ben Rothwell is really good in the ground. I think Ben can choke him out, Marcel. Because I think what's going to happen here is Lima's going to get tired. And Rothwell's eventually going to find a way to, to get him to the ground and, and, and get that, that nasty go-go choke that he gets on guys. He's had multiple of them in the UFC now. The guy's an underrated grappler, man. He submitted Josh Barnett, for God's sakes. Um, I also think he's probably the better striker, too. Maybe not as much like pure one-punch power, but I think he's the tougher guy, better more, better uh, durability, probably the better card, probably a little bit better cardio. I, I don't know. Delima looked pretty good in his last fight. I will say that against Green. He fought a smart fight and took him down. I don't think he can do that to, to uh, Ben Rothwell. So he's going to have to either stand the feet where you're going to fight a guy who's basically uh, – it's like almost impossible to knock out Ben Rothwell. Like, I, when was the last time he's been knocked out? Like, I want to say it was Arlovsky, right? Or Kane. I mean, Kane knocked him out. So yeah, 12 yeah. years ago. He's almost impossible to drop Marshall. Like, OSP dropped him, I guess, but that's about it. Got to go with Rothwell, man. I think he gets the submission, Marshall. So I'm with you on this one. Um, Ken Shiro says, don't bet against Rock Bang Bang against uh, Heavyweight Can. Minus 150 is great value. It's not bad. I think he wins the fight, but I'm looking at that prop by submission because I do think he can submit him. And I'm with Marcel. I'm glad he said that because that's what I, I think happens. Where again, Rothwell and Spencer fight such a buzzkill hanging in the main event. I agree. It, 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 uh, <laughs> Rothwell Barnett, maybe the most underrated oh my god moment in my history. Dude, I I bet and picked on uh, picked Rothwell that day as an underdog. But did I expect her to win by Gogo Choke or whatever? No. And I was <laughs> no. going crazy. That was the same card. Well, that was a rough card because I remember I'd been on freaking Sage Northcutt when he fought Barbarina. That was brutal. And he gets destroyed in that fight and just completely uh, exposed. But I also had Rumble. Rumble fought Bader that night. I remember that card. It almost had the same feeling like when Krokop or when Gonzaga knocked out Krokop. Yeah, yeah. It's like a guy submitting or finishing out his signature move, right? It's always <laughs> crazy. Glenn says, the Lima's been alternating wins and losses 11 fights. Those he's due for a loss. Well, Ben Rothwell, he knows that Christ caught cheat. Yeah, that's the other thing. He does have that long like uh, trend of wins and losses for like the last 10 fights. So 
something to keep in mind. But again, you know, that's something I, I you know, took into consideration for a few fights this year, and it doesn't always play out, but it is something to keep in mind. All right, so in the main event, guys, last fight in the card here: uh, Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. Max Holloway is a minus seven hundred favorite, plus five hundred for Yair Rodriguez. Here's my thoughts quickly, um, and I'll get Marcel's thoughts after. My thoughts are this: you know, the line opened at minus three seventy-five, and I gotta be honest with you guys, I thought that was low. I thought 400, 500 was probably a more reasonable number. Now it's a 700. It's just it's getting out of that range where you can even bet on it, I think. But does anyone really see Rodriguez winning this fight? I don't. I think Max wins, right? Like Max wins the fight. So to me, instead of thing that my 700, I think you got to think about the fight a little bit harder and, and either go with the knockout or decision. And for me, Marcel, I'm, I think he knocks him out. I think he finishes him because – you know, Yair's a good fighter, but I just see him being completely overwhelmed with the volume in this fight, you know. Um, and eventually, I think he breaks, and I think he kind of just doesn't want to be in there. Um, or the doctor stops the fight because it's so much damage on his face, like the Frankie Edgar fight where the doctor stopped it. So I'm looking at Max Holloway by TKO, Marcel. You know, I'm going to say right, right now, I, I like him. I love him to win this fight, but I think he finishes the fight more more so. So that's what I'm looking at, Marcel, in the main event here. I think Max Holloway TKOs at Rodriguez probably like third or fourth round. Um Maybe cause a doctor stopper. I just think he's going to pour the volume on and eventually get him out of there. What do you think, Marcel? Give me your thoughts on the event. Yeah, man. Jerry Rodriguez's best win is his last second spinning uh, elbow knockout against Korean Zombie, a fight he was losing 4 to 1. Um, listen, man, I like to do it, but I have no idea how he became number three ranked in the UFC. You know, his last win is against Jeremy Stevens. Um, yeah. I mean, this is a golden opportunity, a golden ticket for Jair. You know, if he wins this fight, he's he's next for, for the title. Yep. By winning against pretty much nobody in the top ten at this moment, I think. Yeah, Korean Zombie. Um, it's you so, know. Let me, let me just say quickly though. You know, to be fair, he does yeah. have the win over Dan Hooker, which is a top ten win. Um, that's different years division. Ago. Still, it's still in his resume or so. We can't hey. just take away a room because it was five years, six years ago. Um, he also has that win over Caceres, which looks better. That's the that's all I'm going to say. Looks 100%. better. One hundred percent true, but it's years ago, Adam. You know. Yeah, no, I mean that's one of the reasons I'm picking against him here. I know what yeah. you're saying we got to give. I, the, you can't just take away his wins. You know, you gotta I don't take it away at all. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't take it. I don't really take it in consideration with how it is right now. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree so, with that. Yeah. Um, Holloway all the way. You know, I yeah. take him via stoppage TKO, second or third round. There you uh, go. He, yeah. He's. I think he's finishing Jair. You know, and the the. The volume, what did you say? The volume will be way too much for Jair, in my opinion. Yeah. And Jair definitely has a puncher's chance. Don't get me wrong, you know. Uh, he can knock him out. You saw it with Korean Zombie. If he lands an elbow on Max, Max will go night-night as well. But I don't see him ha that happening. I think uh, Max will uh, will secure his title shot. So, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And, again, my 700 looks high, but it's probably fair. It's probably fair, yeah. you know. Get these comments. Um Tristan, hey Tristan, yes, that's true. He has, I think, he's got the most strikes absorbed of being knocked down, which is crazy. So he's due for a knockdown. I just don't know if this is the fight, you know. But yeah, he's dangerous on the feet. He is. It's just yeah, he's one of these guys that he's got to land one strike. He can't beat you like Max can with just extreme volume. He's got to land that one shot. And even if he does land the shot, I don't know if he puts Max out right. Or again, yeah, he's explosive, but not impossible. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm with you on that. He is explosive. But I'm with you on this too. Max by Tico in the third, fourth, and fifth. And I was just looking at those props, guys. Like it's like plus a thousand. I don't love playing round props because it's hard to predict. But I mean, 
I think we kind of see a, a late stoppage, just kind of like those other fights. So I'm with you. Kenshiro Max has that poor hungry uh, village boy. Uh, poor hungry village boy will they keep fighting? Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he. You know, I see. I'm not calling Yair a quitter because he's not, but I think I see a little more quit in him. Like I think you look at that Frankie fight. Like he he can get out of the fight. I don't think Max is gonna want out of the fight. If that makes sense. Max is one of the best and most un, uh, entertaining fighters of our generation. Underappreciated, love his fights. He's really good, no doubt about it. Uh, again, he should have beat um, Volkanovski, so he really should be on a two-fight win streak. Guy's great. He does have a few losses in the UFC, but you know, overall, awesome fighter, future Hall of Famer. And again, you know, uh, I'm looking at that streak of wins he had: Marcel third, fourth round finishes uh, against Ortega, Aldo twice, and, and Pettis. So. Third, fourth round finish, yeah, for Max Holloway, guys. I'm with you guys on this one. I just don't, I, you know, I know Calvin Cater survived somehow. I don't know if Max can do that. So that's my thoughts, Marcel. Um, I think that's it for this card. We went through the 12 fights. So you haven't heard anything about Philippe wins. That, that, that's correct? Nothing, right? Nothing. Okay. I think he got pulled, but I'm not sure. Okay, no worries. All right, let's talk about Bellator 271. We'll shift gears, guys. We're not going to go through the whole card. We'll talk about a few fights, though. So let's start with the with the big fight here, Marcel, the main event. Minus 3,000 for Chris Cyborg, plus 1,600 for Sinead Kavanaugh. Man, it's just like we talk about these UFC fights that are just like you scratch your head and you're like, man, how do I even pick this fight? And then you go look at Bellator and it's just like, like, come on, guys. Like, why are you, why do they even book this fight? Come on. Uh, Chris, Chris Cyborg wins, you know, first or second round by stoppage. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, should we even talk about it? Yeah. It's just... I don't get it. Like, I, like there was no one else. What, what, why isn't Captain Gano getting the fight? Anyways? I have no idea. Why they yeah. sign her? She doesn't even want to fight. It seems like I know. I know she's suing Halle Berry or something. She, <laughs> she never fights. She never fights. All right, T- uh, Linton Vassal against Terrell Fortune, heavyweight bout. Fortune minus one seventy, plus one forty for Vassal. I'm leaning towards Fortune Marcel with the wrestling. What do you think? Yeah, likewise. I think Fortune will do work. So yeah, I I have him also. Aaron Pico against Justin Gonzalez at Featherweight. Aaron Pico minus 360, plus 285 for Gonzalez. Uh, I mean, Pico is, you know, so good. I've just, ever since the fight with Zach Freeman, I think that was his first fight. And what was the other fight? The Borge fight. Mm-hmm. I can't bet on him, Marcel. I can't I can't put money on him anymore. But I do enjoy watching him fight. I just don't trust he's, him for my money, basically. He's super talented, but also super inconsistent, still young. And uh, it will be a tough fight against Justin Gonzalez for sure. You know what yeah, I, mean? I think so, Gonzalez is good, man. This is not yeah. this is not an easy fight by any means. That guy, uh, he was on contender series, and Dana White passed on him. They should have signed him. He's good. It's actually crazy, man. When you see some guys at Bellator, they get like uh, they they build them really up with kind of easy matchups. And Aaron Pico, he doesn't get easy matchups, you know, in Bellator. Yeah. It's uh, maybe he wants that. I don't know, you know. Maybe he requests that that he wants to have uh, tough matchups and. Would be, I mean, I would respect that if he does, you know. But I feel like sometimes they they should. This is a guy who who can be really good, you know, in the next couple of years, and they, if they build him up a little bit more slowly than they did, you know. But yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, uh, Arlene Blenkow versus Pam Sorensen. We're not going to talk about this fight in the podcast. <laughs> We're just not going to spend our time. I'm just kidding. Minus four fifty for Blenkow, plus three fifty Sorensen. My prediction goes to split decision like every single one of Pan Sorensen's fights go to split decision myself. I think she's been, what, 10 straight split decisions or something? Let me mm-hmm. check her record. So she has 11 fights in her career. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight of them have went to split decision. She's 11 fights. Are you kidding me? 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> that is that's terrible. Um, yeah, Blenkow should win, and then Steve Mowry should also beat Raheem Cleveland. He's a minus six hundred favorite. Steve Mowry is actually a guy I yeah. really like. You know, he's good. He's a good prospect, man. He should beat Raheem Cleveland. This is a, this is a fight you should win. This is what Belter does. And then again, look at the prelims. You know, I'm looking at the odds here. You got guys are like Cody Law again. You know, they like this guy and they're building him up slow, but. Can they give him someone who's like even got a win in their career? Like, come on, you know, Marcel. Like, he's minus two thousand again. You also have this guy Roman Feraldo. He's minus a thousand. He's fighting some guys like forty years old. And then you have this guy. You know, it's crazy. There was an odds for this fight: Mahmoud Fadzi Sebi against Ethan Hughes. The odds makers open as a pick him, and now the one guy's minus fourteen hundred. They completely blew that line. Um, the Mahmoud Fadzi Sebi guy, or whatever, Marcel. I think you mm-hmm. know him a little bit. Yeah, it's just the guy is super uh, hyped by uh, wrestler or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. The crazy thing is, they open as a pick him, and now he's minus fourteen hundred. That's that's the craziest line move I've probably ever seen. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> that's so crazy. Oh my god, they just blew that line. It happens though. It's tough, you know. These guys open so many lines these days that you're gonna eventually blow some. Um, there's also that LFA card as well, but you know we don't have time to talk about that. Um, I don't know, Marcel. I mean, we did UFC. The only other thing is uh, what Cole just mentioned to me with that card. All those guys, like, is that MMA? I don't even know. Is that is that even what? MMA? The one with Mike Perry and Frank Mir is that boxing? I have no idea at all. I haven't uh, looked into it to be really honest. Yeah, I know it's it's very bizarre. Um, let's just go do a little bit of news and we'll get out of here probably a few minutes already mm-hmm. today. Um, let's see here. What, what we got out here? All right. Well, you do have uh, Marlon Vera calling up Marab. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. What do you think, Marcel? Is that the fight to make? Marlon Vera no. Marab? No. no. What's the fight to make? What's the fight to make for Marlon Vera? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, not Marab, I think. Um, Maybe the winner of uh, Munoz and Cruz. That's next month. Yeah, Maybe why that. not? They are still ranked above him somehow. So yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. There isn't. A, there's not a ton going on right now. Um, so yeah, also, I think. Guys, it, it, go ahead. Go ahead. Guys, if you have questions. Put them in the chat. We have no time to answer them. So <laughs> I know we're we're so busy now. We actually have a few minutes to answer them. If you guys have anything, we'll we'll, we'll take a few more minutes. Glenn says, "Thought, oh yeah, that's a good question. Thoughts on Chas Kelly uh, retiring after his next fight? He announced that today. He's fighting Mark Striegel, which is a fight you saw obviously win. Mm. Um, he was supposed to fight against Jamal Emery. Emery's pretty. I don't know what happened. He got sick or something and couldn't fight." Yeah, and then he was um, supposed to fight Trezano. Trezano, and then the fight didn't happen. So he keeps getting yeah. his fights pulled apart. I mean, Chas Kelly, you know, I don't, I, I'll be honest, I don't think most people care that he's going to retire. Let's just be completely honest. You know, I think the guy is a decent fighter. And, and when he's, when he was singing that, uh, was it uh, Fuck Me uh, Gently or whatever by Tenacious D, that was the funniest thing ever. Um, that was hilarious or whatever it's called. You know that song? It's so funny. Um, you know, he's actually had a good career. I'm looking at his record, Marcel. You know what his record in the UFC is? Seven three and one no contest. That's not bad at all. No, you know? no, not true. bad at all. But again, I just think you ask the casual fan, they probably don't even care. And he hasn't fought in two years either. So um born again, I agree. I think that's the fight to make, I think, too. Bear versus Cruz Mino's winner. Tristan says, Does Marcel know Kamaya's next fight? I heard Kamaya Burns is rumored. That's the fight that I, I said right away. I just think it makes so much sense because Burns is like such a great fighter and he provides an actual test to Kamzad. If Kamzad goes and beats Burns like the way he's been being everyone else. How do you knock him a title shot? So I think that fight makes sense. Any thoughts, Marcel? Have you heard anything? No, nothing, but I'm gonna 
scoop another fight after this podcast. So there but not, uh, not not Chimaev against Burns. So no. John saying aerial tweet the Twitter card. Yeah, yeah. We're just okay. So it's hybrid MMA boxer rules trying ring. And yes, Frank Rear's fighting Kubrat Pua, the, the boxer. No, no, I don't think that that's gonna happen for her again. He's saying, Do you think Dana goes with uh, Rose on Drodge three? I saw Andrade wants the title shot. She's not getting it yet. I, they're going to give it to Marina Rodriguez, I believe. I do think they're going to give it to Marina um, because they stylistically view that, I think, as a more entertaining fight and also a fight that they probably think Rose wins. Whereas I think if they give her Carla, they, they see that as a fight she might lose more. So especially after watching the fight in the weekend where the first three rounds, you know, she's getting controlled on the ground pretty good by Zhang. So I think it's going to be Marina Rodriguez. What do you think? Such a bitch-ass move by the UFC if they do that. Even Marina Rodriguez said last time after a fight that Carla should be next for the time. Yeah, I remember that. She did say that. But she also said, hey, if they offer to me, I'm not going to say that. Yeah, obviously. You know, you can can blame her. (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's her career, and she has to care about herself first. No doubt. Uh, Tristan says, does Ulan Bekov deserve a ranked opponent? No, I don't think so, because that fight was pretty bad. It was a pretty I mean, bad performance by him. I mean, I thought Nascimento might have won the fight off his back, which is not a good sign. So He's number you know, 14. He's number yeah. 14, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you're right. Sorry, guys, you're right. That, that division, I just completely forgot. You know, there's like there's only like 15 guys in it. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, David Dvorak, someone like that, Marcel, or Amir Abazi, someone like that. I mean. Sumadarji. Sumadarji, yeah. Even Tyson Nam, even he was ranked below him, maybe because again, it wasn't that impressive. You know, he barely won that fight. He barely won. Like, I don't know if he won the fight. I think that Ben Carlidge's scorecard was really good, and that's Cemento, just because you know, guys doing work off his back. By the way, what do you think about my boy Andre Menuz being kicked out of the rankings, and they put in, uh, uh, they kept well, they put in Imovov, but they kept Edmund in the rankings, which I'm surprised. It's super by. weird they put out they uh, they. they pulled out the Muniz, man. I, I really don't understand why. You know, I know that's respect to Edmund, but I mean, it's it kind of weird when you, when you lose, you know, and the other guy comes in. Why put, why taking Muniz off? Just like they did last time with yeah. the D-Rod, taking D-Rod out, you know? It's, it's just weird. Even like, it's it's still kind of weird seeing Brad Tavares ranked about Edmund, too, you know, even though he's more consistent lately. He got kicked in the head, and that's all I remember about him. You know what I mean? So... Um, got another question here. Y'all see Francis completely ignoring Seal gone. I did see that. Uh, I posted the the thing, the video on bjpen.com. Our boy, actually, my our boy Jim here, um, uh, in the chat, he, he's the one that found the video. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, they don't like each other, you know, or I should say, Francis doesn't like Cyril. It looked like Cyril wanted to talk to him, but Francis I just think, didn't have any about it. I think it's more a coach thing, I think it's more Francis or Fernando Fernand Lopez. Lopez. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be too. Boring any warranted means one of my favorite fighters. He's a big name in Lawler. He filled in for versus Perry. I agree. That would be such a good fight. Tid means is a, is a veteran, man. He's I think he's 37, I want to say. Or maybe 38 now. Dirty 37. Birds. Yeah, the dirty birds. He's turning 38 in two months. So I mean guys on a three fight win streak. Pardon? Pardon? Who doesn't love Tim Means? Come on. One of my good. favorite fighters, man. He's been around for a while now. Um, he really should get a I think someone close to the top 15. Because when you win three straight fights, but again, you know, he uh he wasn't beating the top guys like Mike Perry, Dalby, Star Poli. They're just average guys. But I like Tim Means. I think he's underrated in general. You know. Uh, another question here, Tristan. You guys' opinion on uh, do JJ versus Gone the Gone winner? I would. She's talking about John Jones. I'd like that. But I mean, John Jones is dealing with some you know legal issues right now. Not only that, but he doesn't have a camp. He's training in his garage. He said so. Um, He's not even close to fighting anytime soon, I don't think. What are you saying, Marcel? I was like, why he wants to have Joanna against I God? First, and then I was like, wait a second. <laughs> He's talking about John Jones. Double J is Joanna. Yeah. 
that's not very nice to have him fight the gun and the gun away. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Marcel. What's going on with that? Because I know people probably don't want to ask this. They've probably seen it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What's going on with JP Bays and, and uh, what's her name? Cheyenne Vlismas or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't what's going know. on here? It's, it's, if, it's very, uh, if it's a very good thing to talk about it because we kind of sound like TMZ here. I know. I don't know the facts exactly. You know, we all saw that the UFC put on Cheyenne Vlismas right now. And yeah, and that's fair to talk about. I think that's so fair to talk about. You know? It's kind of odd, you know, but I don't know the real uh, what's happening or what's going on. So I kind of want, don't want to. Uh, insinuate anything you know what i mean so yeah no doubt about it i I know what you're saying Uh, it's just you know she changed her last name i mean so people are going to notice and talk about it like you changed her last name if you changed your last name marcel someone's going to say why'd you change your last name they asked if i changed mine why'd you change it yeah i have no idea all i know is that you know after jp lost his last fight she put a post out saying you know all the trolls saying i should divorce my husband and leave him or whatever like you know, go away, like, you don't know what you're talking about. And then a few months later, Marcel, it's looking like, you know, they might not be together. So it's really, it's actually kind of sad. I actually feel bad for JP because I think if you look at the comments, man, people riding him so hard saying, oh, this guy sucks. He can't win a fight in the UFC. Why would he date? Why would this girl like marry him and stuff? It's like, so what? Just because he's not like the best in the world at his job doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve to have like a wife and be happy. People are just so, they're so jealous of the guy. It's pathetic, Marcel, honestly. Like, yeah, Shane Bates is really good looking and you know she's a professional fighter she has a lot going for her but you know so jp's in the ufc too you know marcel it's not like he's some bum the guy's a professional he, athlete too you know he's what also I mean? so really good he's also a really good he's a decent guy, guy too yeah. he's not a great fighter i don't i'm not going to put money on the guy anymore but yeah and and you know tristan it's true the trolls did predict it which is crazy it looks like anyways but I don't. we'll see what happens guys because we also, really have no idea but it is strange when you change your last name i just got to mention that Go ahead. it's also if, if for for example uh, those women fighters when when they marry they're gonna change their last name also like you see how many times they change it i remember like um the rachel ostovich burdon but back to ostovich uh that you you got many uh how do you say that you Courtney casey many, uh, sanchez or whatever Courtney casey sanchez another one yeah, there yeah. you go um maya uh, maya stevenson is now maya Kahaunaele again or whatever you say it uh, I mean, just keep your, yeah. your 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 own name. I, I guess you know you have now Montana De La Rosa. That was Montana Stewart before. Yeah, that's still right. Married. That's another one. That's another uh, one. You got um, what's what's her name again? Um, oh God, I forgot. Um, uh, Lisa uh, Lisa Ward before it's now Lisa Ellis because Ellis. she's married to to Eddie Ellis, I think. Yeah. So former um, UFC fighter too, or yeah. ultimate fighter guy. Yeah. So yeah. Many girls do that, and I always like it's maybe not a good idea you know you because sometimes you have to change it back now you have nina nunes you know and this is <laughs> true this is funny because it's it is amanda cooper but it's not yeah. abc anymore it's acb now so that's kind of funny yeah that's funny so uh, it, it happens often you know and i'm always like no the, listen man now you have uh, joanne calderwood who got married with john wood i think would be funny, it's joanne right? calderwood john, wood right? wood wood, wood. <laughs> that's that's, that's wood, funny woody woodpecker <laughs> That's funny. All right, let me get this comment. This, that's funny. Uh, Boring instance, should Delta sign Anderson and fight favor? I saw, I think, was, when I say Ariel suggested that, I think mm-hmm. I would watch that fight. I mean, it, you know, Anderson shouldn't be fighting heavyweight, but it would be a fun fight for the fans. But mm-hmm. I think they're going to do Brian Bader probably versus Fader. They'll probably give him that title shot, even though, you know, he, should, he shouldn't, but they'll probably give it to him. Also, he asked about Arnold Allen. I, I have no clue. Kinder, yeah, he doesn't yeah, yeah. fight that often. Also, this he is was a really supposed to fight. Good. He was supposed to fight Josh Emmett. And uh, UFC 269, but yeah, Josh is fighting Dan Ige, Dan Ige. Yeah. yeah. And our boy Cole broke that story. Uh, Tristan, 
he says, yeah, this is for Aaron's tweet. It's, it's talking about Colby's thing, uh, the, the takedown attempt, and they're basically saying he has to retain control in ground position. Someone posted the, uh, the fight between Jan Kutalaba and Dustin Jacoby where they counted like nine takedowns. Watch that fight and look at the takedowns. It was like those things where they takes him down really quick and stands back up, but they counted them for the takedown or so. They just it's, want to it, keep this on the yeah, it's, it's, the guys. It look, that's really what it looks like. Let's be completely honest with here. You know, I think these guys have a hard. I wouldn't want to do the stats counting more. I couldn't imagine enjoying the fight, counting every stat, every punch, every kick, every uh, takedown. Like it, it might not be, it must not be enjoyable. But having said that, I do think they do a decent job. But in this particular case, I, I think that's a takedown. I've seen the. You look at the photo, Marcel. The, the, you look at the screen capture. He's on the ground, man. That's a takedown. Oregon says he's looking forward to the uh, Duplessis Muniz. He too. So Muniz has a new opponent, Marcel. Is that can we can we announce that or? I'm going to do that after the podcast. So just say it now that. because you're going to announce it anyways. What's the fight? Okay, the the fight is um, breaking uh, news, guys. Breaking uh, news. Andre Muniz is fighting Eric Anders. So, wait, so they just basically pushed Andrews back um, from this card this weekend? I don't know why he couldn't fight this weekend, but he's fighting Eric Anders. So I'm going to tweet that out. Well, I mean, Andre Muniz is going to be a big favorite in that fight. We'll just yeah. say that right now. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Breaking news on the podcast today, Marcel. Andre Muniz. And that's at 269? That, that's replacing Yeah, it? it's 269. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That card's fucking stacked. I can't wait for that one. All right. I think that's going to be it for today's podcast, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, all you guys tuning in. Marcel, thanks again, man. Let's plug yourself. Let's get out here. Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.nl on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to get these comments and I'll plug my stuff. Uh, Tristan was asked, this is the last question I'll take, Tristan. Um, is we going to automatically next? Yes. I, I, as long as he wins the fight against Maslow, he gets the title shot because he's won. He's on a 10, it'll be 11 fight win, winning streak at that or um, unbeaten streak because he has the, the no contest. Thanks for the news, Marcel. And then solid fight. Andrews will test the in the feed, which I don't know if he will. I think Muniz wins that fight. Anyways, follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartin Podcast, available at MMAdamMartin.com. It's on our YouTube channel. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places, guys. Also find me at BJPen.com, MiamiNews.com, the All Star, Elite Fantasy, Elite Sports Betting, and Bookies. Uh, we're back on Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern with Marcel to recap this card. Have a great weekend, guys. Hope you enjoy the fights and make some money. Have a great one, guys. Peace.